silver screen project. Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. In preparation for the next Marvel blockbuster, The Marvels, we went all the way back to 2019 and watched Captain Marvel. Or did we go all the way back to 1995? Uh... Uh, So, Sam, what did you think of Captain Marvel? Yeah, it was okay. I mean... I feel like I was quite bored for a lot of this film. I feel like it has some good stuff in it, but I feel like the pacing is really weird. It's in kind of weird sections. It also has a lot of potential for the character and the world building that it doesn't that still hasn't really been fulfilled. And I feel like that kind of left a bit of a sour taste watching it. It's, it's not a bad film, and I remember enjoying it in the cinema, but yeah. I didn't really enjoy watching it this time. What about yourself? Yeah, I uh, I quite enjoyed it. I thought mm. it was good fun, but I I by the end of it, I did kind of realise that the only reason I've rewatched it is for this. And yeah, if we okay, weren't doing yeah, this, then yeah. I probably yeah, wouldn't no, bother. I don't think I've seen it since the cinema. I yeah, no, I remember enjoying it in the cinema. And it's, it, like you say, it's got some fun moments and there's definitely yeah. some highlights to it. Mm. Just at, by the end, you're kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I think um, as well, because obviously it, it came out between the Infinity War and Endgame films. So that was kind of the era it was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of makes it look worse. If you compare it to the Marvel films of the last like year or so, oh, it's yeah, probably yeah. better. It's quite good, yeah. If it came out now, it'd probably be like, this is the best Marvel film in ages, apart yeah. from like Guardians 3. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I agree. I think like... Uh... I think a lot of it as well feels like it was... So there's certain scenes, I don't want to jump too much into the negative, but there's there's the scene at the end when she's fully powered and she's kind of jumping around, flying through stuff. And I feel like that scene was almost only included so that she could do the same thing with Thanos' ship in Endgame because she yeah. literally just flies around and flies through it and stuff. I... So there's a couple of things where I'm like... This feels like, it, like knowing where it fits into the kind of bigger picture. I'm like, oh, okay, kind of thing. But then there's other things like the the Pegasus Project thing, or is it is called Pegasus Project, isn't it? Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, that's fun. It's like a connection back to Avengers. It like adds to the timeline of where the cube was and stuff. So I've got kind of mixed feelings about the the way it fits into the wider kind of thing. But but yeah, I mean, like the the start is quite interesting because it's like it's all on this, uh, the Cree home world and you're kind of like thrown into this, this thing and they've already got this relationship yeah. and stuff, her and Jude Law's character. And I really like that that suddenly transitions to, you know, what you think is going to be maybe modern Earth. We don't even realise it's Earth at first. It turns out it's like 1993 or whatever it is. Like, I that, like that aspect to it. That's fun, a fun yeah. kind of bit. Although it is kind of jarring when you kind of, when you know it's coming, it's like, oh, there's quite a lot. There's like 40 minutes or so, maybe not quite that long. Yeah, it feels like about 40 minutes. You're meeting all these new characters, like yeah. there's all the Cree and stuff, and it's like... There's a lot going that's on. That's what I mean about pacing-wise. I feel like when you know what's coming, it's kind of a bit yeah. bizarre at times. Before before we get into negatives. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I've got, I've got there is, So I think the, the 90s aesthetic, mm. you kind of touched on there, I think it's fun. Obviously, yeah. it goes straight in it with like the blockbuster. Yeah. But even like beyond that, just kind of the setting, what people are wearing, how mm. they look... It looks very 90s. Yeah. And obviously, she's got like a grunge look for a lot yeah, of it with of like the leather jacket yeah, and yeah. stuff. And it just looks quite cool. And like they've, they've really had fun with the mm. with the costume design on this. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think probably I saw a thing recently about how uh, clothes have kind of fashion has like stagnated off mm. over the last 20 years where 
you look back 20 years and you can't really tell a difference. No, so they but really they, managed to pick the... They really managed to make it look really yeah. 90s, effect, I remember when uh, when it was kind of revealed, I think before when it was shooting, they, they said something about, you know, it's set in the 90s or something. And some of the first shots, she really looked like she had like the classic Rachel from Friends hairdo. Yeah. And so there's certain little things they've done there as well, even though there's no reason she should have that because she's been, no, uh, you know. And some of those it's things, fun. it's like, it's, it's whatever. But yeah, like um, some of the stuff with... Like, like Fury, I think is really good. I think that's a highlight. The the kind of buddy cop thing. Fury and Coulson. Coulson I mean, as well. They, yeah. they look good as well. So they've de-aged them. Yeah, I think Fury looks better than Coulson. I think. Yeah. I, although we don't know how old Coulson is, there's a moment where they're like, "Oh, he's the newest rookie," and it's and, like this guy is about forty five. Yeah. Like even with hair, like you know, what I mean? but yeah. we don't see as much of him. And it's it, it's nice to see him again, considering at that point, like he was relegated to the the alternate TV universe with Agents yeah. of Shield. It's great to see him. Great to see uh, Samuel L. Jackson. The de-aging on him, I think, is fantastic. Yeah. A lot of reference, I suppose, from things in that era, era like Pulp Fiction and stuff like that, yeah. they can kind of pull straight Yeah, whereas Clark Gregg probably harder to find, find clips yeah, of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I liked, uh, another thing, speaking of, of Nick Fury, I think that there's a couple of uh, things with him that are fun playing through. The, yeah. the constant tease of how he's going to lose yeah. his sight <laughs> is quite fun. Uh, like it happens a couple of times you're like, like oh. you're okay and he's like yeah yeah it's yeah, fine, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. and then there's also the I think he says in Winter Soldier or something he's like last time I, I trusted someone I lost an eye yeah. and this he says to the the, the flurkin yeah. I'm gonna trust you I did think um, both times watching it, actually although I like the tease and the build up and you're like you're not sure what's gonna happen when it actually happens isn't it just kind of like it's a, it's a little scratch and it's played off for nothing yeah. and then in like the pre-credits bit with the Avengers initiative or whatever it's like oh you, ne- you now need a fake eye and it's yeah. like that I guess it maybe is like the venom of the flurkin or whatever I, yeah I remember it's thinking a little bit anti in the cinema that I hadn't realised that that like scratch had cost him his eye yeah, until yeah. that post-credit or pre-credit scene yeah exactly yeah um, other stuff uh, Jude, Jude Law's fun in this like yeah. he playing kind of the mental figure then a villain I feel like it's pretty maybe it was just watching it now but I feel like it's pretty clear from the start there's something going with it. yeah I, I know some of it is the whole like there's a couple of things like when the biker guy's like oh you need to smile more and then she like steals his bike there's some kind of um i don't know what you'd call it like kind of metacriticism there some feminist kind of ideas in there are kind of yeah, the experiences I, of, of women modern day i, I that wrote that down because i thought it was funny that like they made that they yeah. written that yeah. and then like there was like a bunch of incels on Reddit yeah, saying exactly. that about like the trailer <laughs> and there's the stuff with Jude Law where he's like you have to you have to stay in control of your emotions and stuff and it's very kind of like telling a woman how to kind of yeah. so that kind of thing I feel like when you rewatch it you're like uh, this is like either they're like they're sexist or they're just like they're trying to keep her under control like there's a bit of both really like, yeah yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was it was quite fun with that one thing they do well with the crit is all kind of the anti-scroll propaganda you yeah. see yeah, yeah, and it's quite effective. I like, like that. You can yeah. really kind of see how she believes that the scroll were like these these mm. enemies and these kind of and, and I guess it's there is mm. um, mirrors in like the real world. Totally, yeah. The stuff we've seen since this film came out as well. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's actually got really effective. Because to think, the point where she just sees the scroll as evil, even though she's never met a scroll. Yeah, exactly. I feel like in even in the cinema, I found that first scene 
quite confusing with the scrolls because we're led to believe one thing the, the way that scene kind of when they go onto the planet and it's the first mission and yeah. it's like go meet the guy is a bit confusing but i think it's intentionally a bit confusing what's going on because everyone's confused it's a battle you know before it's even broken yeah. out and then yeah I, I completely agree even when they're like on the she's having her mind stuff done and i like that when he's kind of commentating her memories and stuff the, the quite, memory stuff's quite fun a fun scene, thing. yeah and he's like no go back and like it is kind of she's living it and ch- doing it in different like she's talking to the doctor in different directions and stuff but yeah even at that point you're still kind of like oh they're they're pretty evil and it's only really kind of two thirds of the way through when uh, Talos is it? Talos, Talos yeah, comes is, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn is very good when he's well, got so. Monica Rambo held hostage. Is when it turns out that good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, uh, another scene that I thought was particularly fun was the the fight on the bus with the old woman. Yes, that's good. Which yeah. obviously part was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, but that's fun. But and, it's fun. And Stan like, Lee's in that scene as well. Yeah, it's they're, they're, the scrolls are like super kind of bendy and athletic in that, and they're kind of flying up into the well. It's the yeah. one guy that's flying up the ceiling. Yeah, there's some good action stuff in this i feel like um the i mentioned at the start the when she's fully superpowered she's flying around i didn't love that as much but there is some fun kind of supermany moments where she's yeah. flying through the desert and then she's going straight up into the to the upper atmosphere and all that sort of thing and um what was i going to say the um the the bit where she's getting the powers as well so you kind of see the flashback and and that's another bit with the memories where it's getting pieced together piece yeah. by piece at first she sees it as a scroll who's one who shoots her and then yeah all that and it's Jude yeah. Law. i really like that and i think the nice there's some nice slow-mo shots where you see the kind of power kind of going into her and stuff and that all looks very good yeah it looks good um, I, I was also going to say um, quickly on, on what was it on the bit before? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, just in general, I think the we talked about the propaganda, the the reveal oh, yeah, of, the, yeah. of the twist with the scrolls yeah. is done really well. Yes, in like seeing them as the enemy and then kind of being explained yeah. that they're essentially refugees. Yeah, because it keeps on going, does it? Because it's only when they go up to the spaceship and then his family are all yeah. up there, the women and, it, and the children. And he suddenly like, empathises with them really well. I thought yeah. that's handled really well. Yeah. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's great yeah, in he this. Is. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's just fun. He's I just... think he was much better used in this than he is in Secret Invasion. Isn't yeah. He? I think there were some good moments in the start of Secret Invasion where or maybe, you know, first half where you're kind of seeing their oh. relationship, but it's, it's, it's yeah. moments rather than, yeah, and he's, they kind of like betray the character. They in make ways. him into a real worst. There's a couple of things, like I was saying about the, the legacy that it doesn't, that it sets up, but doesn't fulfill. There's stuff like, yeah, some of the things with that, it's like he was set out to be quite an interesting character and then seemingly now he's not going to be used for anything else ever yeah, again. Yeah, I mean... It's a bit of a shame. Going into those kind of more negatives, yeah. I think that's one thing that I kind of felt when I finished this is that like, I feel like this would be better if I'd never seen Secret Invasion because oh, like, yeah, yeah. you can kind of think like, oh yeah, they're going to use Talos and Fury to yeah. team up. But we've seen what happens and it's not very and good. And it's also, I was thinking that, because in this, um, Fury's just like a regular agent. Maybe he's like a couple ranks up, but, you know, he's not like anything particularly crazy. Yeah. And then in Secret Invasion, they're like, oh, the only reason that you got good was because you, we, you had a secret army of Skrull agents that like spied on for you. And it's like, it kind of like defeats the purpose of him being the best super spy yeah. ever. And if in like 20 years... He wrote, I guess that's enough time to rise from the rank of an agent to, yeah. but it's still kind of, I don't know, it makes him feel not quite as, he, as even, quite good even, as he is, even yeah. just in this, I feel like 
yeah, I don't know. I guess that would make sense for him to to get to the rank that he is. But it's like getting to. I suppose if you work at a company for twenty years, you probably could get to the top, couldn't you? But yeah, but if you think about it, he I was, just think he of was, him as like older, and I guess because Comics Nick Fury is kind of ageless. And he's, yeah, he's part of the Howling Commandos. He was, he was and head stuff, of Shield so. before Iron Man came out in like two thousand and eight. So it's only really yeah. ten years. Yeah, that's what it feels a little bit unrealistic. And it's like, jumping. oh, it's because he had the scrolls. But maybe he was pretty high up. Well, you know what they should have no, maybe... I think they said he's like level three, which is like. Oh, yeah. Well, in Agents of Shield, we find out there's like nine levels. Yeah, there, exactly. Like that. I think like all the main people in Agents of Shield are like level six and seven. Yeah. Like Fit Simmons are both like twice as high as, as Fury <laughs> in this film. I feel like they should have had like. I feel like they didn't think it through. <laughs> no. And they should have had maybe like. A, the the head of shield is killed in part of the story and then it like leaves a power vacuum and it, it kind yeah. of maybe it's like because of your work you get promoted to third in charge and we can kind of see yeah. the the path a bit i mean him making the little avengers initiative at the end i don't really like that i think it's a bit of a stupid thing i think it's really like ham-fisted but i guess the, the fact he's doing but then he seems like he's just doing that off his own back just in case he's like yeah. i'm just gonna yeah, I mean, there's the yeah the post credit scenes. Yeah, it's it's a bit whatever. I feel like I feel like the thing that annoys me the most about how it ends is that first of all, Carol goes off into space to to help the scrolls or whatever. Yeah. Fine. What happened with that? Because we find out in Secret Invasion that they all Fury get, Fury gave up, but is is but they are on Earth. So where was yeah. she? And she hasn't. And she's got like. She's just met her like found family. Also, I really feel like there was some like cut romantic relationship between Maria Rambo and Carol because like there's the the way that she is like to, they're like the two mums of the of the kid. I feel like yeah. I feel like like it could just be you know they're very close friends and they kind of co-parent. But I'm like just just go the full thing. Like it you know it seems like they they pussied out a little bit and went oh yeah. we don't want to make them gay because she's going to be unpopular enough. But yeah, she just found her new family and she's like oh yeah I miss you guys so much. I'm going to go off for 20 years and never come back. Maybe it's she did come bizarre. back, but I imagine in the Marvels they'll probably be like, "Hey, uh, you know, we're now working together." Or what? I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, it just like there's so much stuff that's set up in this, and none of it has really ever been fulfilled. No, and that's, no, that's the thing that it's it's hard to like take it out of the context itself because like yeah. it's I, I, I had similar feelings with, uh, and I've said multiple times, probably on pod and off pod, about Man of Steel. Mm. Whereas like I I quite like Man of Steel. But I feel like Man of Steel would be so much better yeah. if Batman vs Superman was a good film yeah. because that is meant to deal with all the kind of stuff that happens mm. in Man of Steel. If Batman vs Superman was good, then Man of Steel becomes even yeah. better. And I think it's similar with this. Like this is a good film, but if Secret Invasion was what we'd hoped it to be, yeah, yeah, then it would yeah. have elevated this a bit higher as well because they yeah. would have like joined together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the Marvels itself. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet. Not obviously, but to listeners, we haven't seen it yet. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's it doesn't seem from what I've seen as really a sequel to this anymore. It's just another Marvel It's more film. just the next film because it'll be half a Kamala Khan film and yeah. one, you know, one little bit of Monica Rambeau and film. And it's set you know, what, it's like, like 30 years after yeah, Captain Marvel. I imagine so like, it, there might be a bit of like, hey, this is what she was doing and show some adventures or whatever. They might have a little, yeah. but it's like, there's not really any excuse. But like, she, for, she's already came back. For for like Endgame, we've yeah, already seen yeah. her come and then back and stuff. For so the like, five years, she was 
like doing something. Yeah. She was in a post credits with Bruce Banner and Shang-Chi being like, hey, your bracelet's aliens or and, something. And she was in that scene with where uh, Black Widow was kind of talking to the uh yeah the, yeah that's the blue yeah, one yeah 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's out dealing with the rest of the exactly so like yeah it's it's all just a bit here and there the there's a couple other dumb things like the the verse thing i fucking hate it i think that's so stupid yeah, dumb. i mean it makes it, it it's kind of like like they've taken over her past and all that and i can kind of see what they were doing but i don't know why they wouldn't just call her carol it's not like it just it just seems like an extra layer of like annoyance to me. And when you rewatch yeah. it, you're rewatching it. And you're like, this isn't her name. It's really annoying. They're calling her that. Maybe there's more to it than that. I don't really know. Um, there's although I really like um, Mendo Ben Mendelsohn. Um, there's some scenes where he's in full prosthetic, and you can tell that he can't fully talk properly. He's got a little yeah. bit of a lisp already, and like there's a couple of moments where I'm <laughs> just like, like and I'm just like, okay, like maybe they yeah. could have let you speak a little bit more. Yeah, um, the other thing, I, some I, of the music as well. I think I like the choices, but I think the way they used is just kind of a bit, again a bit ham-fisted. Like the I um the um, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like it doesn't even really fit with the scene, and also like. Like I was saying when I was watching it, like out loud, as I, you know, I was like, why didn't they do it in scene of have it like a jukebox get knocked and it plays? Yeah. Then I realised all that stuff's been up there since the eighties, so it wouldn't work then. But there's there's a way where there's you, a way around it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do it a bit Guardians-y, yeah. But yeah, uh, the, what were you the, say? The, the other thing I was going to say is um, one thing that kind of disappointed me, and there may be various reasons for this, but I just when it's kind of that final fight with her on that ship as you kind of mentioned before yeah i just kind of zoned out of like the entirety of it and it's, it's just yeah. like like i don't know i don't know if it was me mm. maybe like the the way i maybe i was tired or something yeah. but like a great I, I watched avengers the other week and like yeah. couldn't keep my eyes off it like it's, <laughs> it's it's still really good like yeah. it captivates you whereas this was just kind of like I kind of looked back and I was like, oh shit, I've just not been watching this last like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I think like even the scene where she's got her, where she's still got the inhibitor thing on and uh, she's got the things on her hands. That's quite yeah, a fun that's scene. quite fun. It's inventive and there's like, there's a they, little problem to just, solve and it's moving. It's a, they kind of just do that again. Yeah, without... they do that again, but she can shoot a bit, but she still can't fully shoot yet at yeah. that point. Or she can, but she doesn't know that she can fully like ignite herself or yeah. whatever. And then, yeah, then there's the Superman bit and she flies around and there's, it's okay. And then she's in space and it just all doesn't feel real. It's like, feels like that Black Panther in the mines bit where it's just people leaping around yeah and, uh, i don't like that helmet thing i don't like the hair thing where she's got the you know her helmet comes up and her hair sticks out like oh, a mohican yeah. thing i just really don't like that i think it looks dumb but i know that's yeah. kind of a thing of the mohican the comic i don't know yeah. i know but i just didn't <laughs> think it looks stupid because it makes her once she's got a helmet on she just looks like a fake person so you're just seeing like a action figure flying around in space yeah and it's like cool and especially as she can just fly straight through things it's like there's no stakes at that point like it yeah. just yeah it doesn't I Ronan the Accuser that's quite fun he's like scared or whatever the what? Ronan oh, Ron- the Accuser yeah I, I wasn't a huge fan of Ronan it doesn't he, really he make feels sense different to Ronan and Guardians I think it's before he's gone into zealot mode or whatever and that's yeah, the idea I, I think it's I almost remember, pointless him even being I, it's the connected thing yeah, yeah I remember at the time and again happened this time I had to look up to see if it was still Lee Pace because mm. I was like he doesn't even look like the same guy yeah. but it is still Lee Pace Yeah, but he sounds and looks different but <laughs> yeah I've got a couple of bits a few yeah, bits of trivia yeah. 
Yeah, the first one is in the comics, Captain Marvel's cat is named Chewie yes. after Chewbacca uh, from Star Wars. In this film, it's named Goose after Goose from Top Gun, Yes, which uh, we did for this. Yes, we did. Yeah. Earlier this year? No. Last, last year? Last year. Which which kind of makes sense considering she's like a fighter pilot. Yeah, in this. there was a lot of Top Gun iconography. In yeah, this. I it's, feel it's the, the you know the aviators. Either it's just aviator stuff. And in kind general, of the what they're wearing, the jumpsuits, and the it's jump- the the two you know the yeah cope, whatever so you yeah, call it. Yeah. Goose makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one I've got is while Monica Rambo is choosing a new color for Carol Danvers' suit, we see many references. Right, there's the red and yellow suit, which is DC's Captain Marvel's colors. Oh, Okay, Shazam. Okay, yeah. uh, the black and golden suit, which is the colours of Carol Danvers' Ms. Marvel suit. Yes. And the white and green suit, which is the classic Cree armour suit in the comics. Right, okay. So we yeah. see them. That's, it's an easy opportunity to throw a couple of these yeah, tricks in yeah. there, isn't it? And then there's like the neon one that's just, just for there for fun, fun I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were all on like Fortnite or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Or some sort of uh, Marvel snap or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the suit, like the design of it and everything? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I, I like that it's like colourful because mm. like often we get kind of a dark and particular like characters like I mean, the first one comes to mind is like Hawkeye, mm. who in the comments got like a bright purple suit and it's very just he wears black. Yeah. I like that they've been like, no, we will give some colour. It's pretty much to it. yeah, the recent crop of characters have started leaning into it a bit more. Even yeah. even the Hawkeye TV show, I think this is when he finally got a brightish uh, kind of yeah. colour thing. They even did like well, they've often done the reference thing where they put it on or they have a picture of it and they go, Oh, how stupid would it be yeah. if I wore that? But then recently, even like, Spy- nothing, like Tom Holland's recent, like right at the end, he's got like a proper bright yeah. blue and red. It always makes little. think of that bit in x-men when they open up like the yellow suits he's like i'm not wearing that and they're like why not (laughs) all the audience groan me like no so yeah yeah yeah. um the other bit of uh trivia i've got is many internet users were belligerent towards the film's perceived feminist agenda and political Uh, correctness because brie larson had previously spoken out against underrepresentation of women people of color (laughs) and people with disabilities among journalists and film critics which is a fair point she's (laughs) right (laughs) this caused a flood of negative ratings on several review sites including imdb weeks ahead of the film's release as a result rotten tomatoes changed their policy to no longer accept reviews and ratings for a film that hadn't been released yet yeah <laughs> which I mean, that makes sense i remember this being a really big thing when like the trailer come out and it was just like fuck's sake i'm a bit similar with um when jodie whittaker was cast as the doctor yeah, yeah and there was the review bombs on imdb for episodes that hadn't even come out and it's like if you just don't watch it then like it's not harming anyone but yeah it's similar with uh i can't remember anything specific probably uh last jedi probably had similar stuff but yeah star wars is not known for you know (laughs) normal fans fans, yeah (laughs) but yeah it's 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 such a shame because it feels like from from what brie larson said you know somewhat cryptically in recent interviews she's kind of like i fucking wish i hadn't done this basically and like it's a shame because she she is good and like you see her you see the comic book you know iteration and she she does look the part she does act the part she did like nine months of like martial arts training and stuff for this she's done imagine going through all that and then like you've just got idiots in the (sighs) internet being like oh she's a girl though yeah and it's like 
well, what did you want? Like, uh, yeah. to be fair, the character of Captain Marvel was originally a guy, but that was like fucking like 40 years ago or yeah. whatever. And then she was Ms. Marvel and Carol Danvers has been the main Captain Marvel for longer than the... And like, we didn't have issue with... And it like, was just Marvel. Even... not being Hank Pym from yeah, the start. No, and... no, it's like... Uh... Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's, it's kind of a shame that kind of th- that's what uh, controlled a lot of the discussion around yeah, this film yeah. when it came out, and it was hard to kind of have a talk about this film without having to bring yeah. up the and it, unfortunately, people who hate women. If the film had just come out and she, you know, hadn't used her platform to to highlight certain things you mentioned, people probably would have let it slide. It's it's her personally more than the character yeah. or anything like that. I mean, like the certain lines that we mentioned, like about people you know women smiling and stuff probably would have still riled those people up but yeah it's just such a shame that people have such a connection between the actor playing the character and yeah the, yeah you know there's 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 always examples of it and there's too many to but it's all yeah. it's always women isn't it it's so. always women yeah but <laughs> yeah um so on that fun note yeah uh, there's, there's one last thing to ask you and that's uh whether or not this made you more or less hyped for uh, the Marvels, Project or Project No? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not massively hyped either way. I wasn't really before, and I wasn't. I'm not really now. But it did make me think. I like this character. I like what can be done with this character, and I'm excited to see. So I'd say Project, but it's a very slim change of, of more. It's not. It's not by much. How about you? Yeah, I think it's a similar <laughs> thing. Like slightly, slightly Project, just because. I'm not overly hyped either way, and this didn't make yeah. much difference. But you know, oh, it's 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 yeah. It'll be fun to see the character again in in her yeah. own film, and hopefully, you know, we'll uh, see more character development and give her something extra yeah, to do. Yeah, it'd be nice, to, and it'd be nice because she's already because it's not an origin film. I think they do a good job considering this is an origin film because yeah. it's kind of balanced in a way. But yeah, it's always nice to just see someone just launch straight into the character. She's got some extra friends. Ms. Marvel was pretty good. I think the character was pretty fun. Yeah. She had some kind of Spider-Man-like kind of fun qualities to her. So, you know, I don't know anything about Photon or whatever she's called, Monica Rambo. No. Because she hasn't really been anything yet. But yeah, I well, think it's pretty good. Well, cool. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of this. We'll be back next time for uh, the Marvels. Yeah. Keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> um, but hopefully you enjoyed this. Yeah. And if you like this, we've got the Project Project on the same podcast channel. Check it out. Goodbye. Bye. Shazam. <laughs> That's the wrong one. <laughs> Project. Project. Project.